What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Big Norm, and this is the Everyday Norm Podcast. I want to welcome everyone to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting the Everyday Norm Show, Everyday Norm Podcast. I am happy to announce that we are now on Twitter and YouTube for video shows. So I thank God for that. Thank God for each and every one of you. Thank you, each and every one of you, for supporting the show. It truly means a lot to me, and we're doing great and greater things. So once again, thank you for all of your support, all of your love, all of your input, and I'm getting a ton of input, and I thank you so much. Thank you so much, so much, so much. Now, as we begin to put to make uh, audio I mean, sorry, actual videos, the videos that you see on YouTube, and I posted one on the show's page on Facebook, those videos will be done uh, on a weekly basis. That will be easier for me to do one per week uh, right now, since I'm doing basically the uh, audio uh, show uh, pretty much every day, Monday through Friday. I try to leave the weekends alone give everyone a chance to uh, do their own thing and not be bothered with me and so forth. So I'm just want to keep that pretty much uh, five episodes a week, Monday through Friday and the actual video itself. I'm going to do one, one per week. So that's just to get things started off. But once again, thank you everyone for supporting the show. I hope you had a great day today. Uh, I had one of those days today, but God brought me through and I uh, hope Everything is going well with you. I hope you have a great dinner uh, for today. Hope someone got down in the kitchen and threw down some whatever you want, some spaghetti, some lasagna, some fried rice, some whatever you were in the mood for today. I hope you put your foot in it and it tastes better than it has before. Now, uh, today's topic on the Everyday Norm podcast is going to be Black Hollyhood. Now, Someone's asking, why are you calling it Black Hollywood? You know what? I'm glad you asked. Because I want to talk about the difference that Hollywood has, uh, the difference Hollywood, how Hollywood sees black shows and how they view their counterparts, their, uh, the white TV shows. Now, uh, I was looking some things up and I want to give you all a list of some shows that I picked up um, that I did and I'm starting back all the way from the 80s because I was born in uh, early 70s so the earliest shows I can remember are in the early 80s and I want to just run down a brief list of shows that were on far black shows that were on during the 80s and I want y'all to play pay close attention to these shows and they are all going to have one thing in common maybe two things in common okay now i'm gonna start off with 80s all the shows and that's not all of them but most of them that were popular in the 80s that i grew up watching and many of you grew up watching okay we have the cosby show starting in the 80s a different world spinoff from the cosby show we had the jeffersons we had different strokes we had sanford with uh, fred sanford i'm sorry red fox we had 227 we had What's Happening Now, which was a reboot or a second installment of the What's Happening series from the 70s. We have Amen, and we have Webster. Now, those are just some shows that were uh, being aired on, for the most part, primetime TV during the 80s. Now, let's fast forward to the 90s. 
You have shows like Hang With Mr. Cooper, Rock, My Brother and Me. You have, uh, y'all y'all remember Smart Guy. Of course, you remember the Jamie Foxx show, the Steve Harvey show, Moesha, uh, another hit, uh, Family Matters, uh, The Wayans Brothers. You had Living Single. You had Martin. And, of course, you had The Fresh Prince. Now, you go to the 2000s. And what do you get? Y'all, I'm sorry. Y'all bear with me. Uh, my notes are pretty much scattered all over the place. Okay, here. Now, for the 2000s, you had shows like Bernie Mac, My Wife and Kids, Everybody Hates Chris, Girlfriends, The Parkers, The Game, One on One with uh, Flex Alexander. All of us with uh, Dwayne Martin and um, uh, the lady from the Players Club. I cannot remember her name right now, but you all know what I'm talking about. Half and half. You had Eve. You had the Hughleys with D.L. Hughley. And you had uh, Malcolm and Eddie. Now, these are just some of the shows that we had from the 80s, the 90s, and the 2000s. I cannot remember. I cannot. I do not understand why that young lady is uh, Lisa Ray. Lisa Ray. Uh, that was all of us with Lisa Ray and Dwayne Martin, uh, Tisha Campbell's husband, or soon to be ex-husband. Now, what do these shows have in common? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you what these shows have in common. Had in common. All of these shows that I just mentioned, from the '80s, from the '90s, and the 2000s. Even now, all of the these shows that I just named off, all of them were half-hour shows. All of them were pretty much blocked into one day. You had one day where you had all these shows come on one time, back to back to back. And all of these shows were comedy shows. Bernie Mac, Wife and Kids, Everybody Hates Chris, Girlfriends, Parkers, The Game, Cosby Show, Different Stroke, What's Happening Now. All of these shows that I just mentioned to you, Steve Harvey Show, all these shows, 227, Amen, Webster, all of these shows, every last one of these shows were comedy shows, listed as comedy shows. They were a half-hour show, The Wayans Brother from the WB Network, Steve Harvey Show from the WB Network. All these shows were considered comedy shows and they were usually blocked on the same day during the same time slot between the hours of 8 to 9 and maybe 9 to 10 depending on the network and depending on the show so you fast forward to 2018 and now you see shows like and I'm going to give you a list I'm going to give you just a couple of them that I'm talking about when it comes to Black Hollywood Love and Hip Hop series you can pick which one you want. Uh, L.A. or Hollywood, Atlanta, New York, Miami, wherever. Loving Hip Hop series. The Real Housewives series. You can pick which one. Dallas, L.A., Atlanta, New York, Orange County, Potomac. You choose. Basketball-wise, you can pick one if you want. L.A., New York, Atlanta, Dallas, Chicago, Miami, Jupiter, any one of those <clears throat> that any choose you can choose any any one of them. Now, what do these three particular shows have in common? These shows are considered reality 
TV first and foremost which is ridiculous to me because these shows are scripted and everybody knows that and they're clearly scripted based on the content but I want you to pay close attention to something now the previous shows I mentioned were comedic shows and they were put on for a half hour the three shows I just mentioned Love and Hip Hop Real Housewives and Basketball all three of these shows these series all of their shows are one hour long so you get to see people act a plum fool jumping off of tables throwing purses throwing champagne throwing water on each other for a full 60 minutes not only that you can go to the show the the network's website to see that episode and any deleted scenes on the network's website now i heard steve harvey say years ago on his radio show and this is even another thing too as far as the radio shows go and i'm gonna get that in a second but i remember steve harvey saying that hollywood does not invest the same amount of money into black tv shows as they do the white tv shows and then when you think about it look at what he's saying let's go back just a little bit let's go back just a little bit now you all are familiar with the fox network when the fox network started you know they had all their tv shows well they did something that was very very strategic and those who are my age or a little bit older you all know what i'm talking about i'm 45 years old so this is during the 90s when fox was really starting to make a name for itself up and coming trying to get everybody get viewers and trying to get everybody to watch the network on thursdays they had a thursday night segment strictly catered towards minorities or african-americans okay let's remember let's 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 recall the lineup you had your living single to start off no you had your martin at eight o'clock to eight thirty comedy you had your living single you had uh yeah eight o'clock half hour eight thirty half hour comedy then they brought in and this is the kicker they brought in one of the few dramas on the network y'all know what i'm talking about that's right new york undercover with malik yoba and michael de lorenzo so you had the minority all pretty much locked down on thursday and that was your best uh ratings for the network on thursday now and after that you had your local news at least in my area in georgia so now you look at um what fox is now you can barely recognize because fox network used us used you to help build their ratings and build up their viewership now once fox network was where they felt they needed to be to compete with the other primetime networks what did they do martin gone living single gone prematurely i may add if you ask me if you look at the series finales on both shows but nonetheless gone new york undercover new york undercover was destroyed after season two when they killed off two of the characters we all know it and then it took a long hiatus and tried to come back after martin ended uh michael ford tommy from uh martin came on the show but it was never the same it was never the same they destroyed the dynamic on a hit show hit drama show so what am i saying our shows don't get the same amount of attention don't get the same amount of money now and look at and i know one time and i remember specifically because uh i remember they were in the news that 
they were saying Malik Yoba and Michael DeLorenzo wanted to hold out for more money because at the time they were getting paid $75,000 an episode. Now, the reason why they were seeking more money because they were looking at a show on NBC or a couple of shows on NBC called Friends and Mad About You. Now, these shows were half-hour comedy, but they ran much, much longer on the network. And then the actors and actresses on the shows were getting paid a lot more money. At one point, every star, every member of the cast of Friends was making a million dollars an episode. Another show, a comedy show called Mad About You, both characters, male and female, one million dollars an episode. Now, to the best of my knowledge, I don't think anyone, Bill Cosby, Bernie Mac, Marla Gibbs, Sherman Hemsley, none of these actors uh tracy ellis ross from girlfriend i don't think any of these actors or actresses were getting paid one million dollars per episode for their show and we're talking about some of the, we're talking about some hit tv shows that we have we're talking about the Cosby show as long as it ran family matter family matters ran for 10 plus years on abc before i think by about the eighth ninth or tenth season eighth ninth, ninth season they switched over to cbs and we're talking about the network of steve urkel yeah did i do that yeah that network that show but you look at now, look at what we what we have now. And I didn't mean to, for this this show to go along, but there's so much to cover. It's it's not even funny. And he said, and I looked at, he said exactly right. And I I noticed it. Look how they, look how they, look how Hollywood sees black people now, and they wonder why people are so glad when you see a movie like Black Panther come out. Now, me personally, you know, I'm not, and I'm not like I said. We're talking about seven. We going back to seventies. You talk about a show like Good Time, and that's my mama and stuff like that. But look at what we're watching on TV. Look at the material. Look at the product that's being shoved in our faces, and look at what we are accepting. And I'm asking you, and I'm telling you, look at how it's affecting our children. Look how it's affecting our young, young folks. Some folks, some young people, have no idea what a relationship a good relation healthy relationship can look like or should look like but because no one's telling them but they have they don't have someone in front of them to see but they're getting most if not all of their relationship advice from places like love and hip-hop places like real housewives you know things like that and you're looking at how you look i'm looking at my my sisters my my my, my black sisters on these television shows and you want to fight, you want to throw drinks, you want to do all this, and you want to act so unladylike on these shows. But you think you just just so you can be a TV or reality star, and then we get mad at the stereotypes that people continue to label us under. But look at what we're doing. Look at how the product that we're putting out on TV. And then when we do have a drama, when we finally get a drama, not just the uh, New York Undercover, because we know how that went. We finally get a drama. We get CBS puts out a show called City, if I'm right, City of Angels, starring Blair Underwood and Vivica Fox and uh, Michael Warren, for the most part. And that show lasted two seasons. And it was a good show. And it burned Vivica so bad that at that time she said she had no plans of doing any type of regular primetime TV ever again because what went down with that show so 
look at the TV, look at the product that you're watching, people. I understand you want to get away from all the seriousness of the world. I get that. But we as a community, as as a people, we can demand better from our net worth. And because of stuff like this, it trickles to our kids, trickles to our friends. Mom and dad or mom is watch, sitting down watching Love and Hip Hop or uh, Mob Wise or Basketball Wise, uh, X Baller Wise, whatever you want to call it. So guess who's sitting down with them? Chances are the children, the daughter, the son, and watching the same show, watching the same foolishness, watching the same people act. You know, you have you have your your player like uh, Stevie J. You want to have the one that look the later things. She's all that. That's not the way we should be. That's not what should be teaching. We should be teaching our kids. And then you want to trickle down to the radio. I want to give you some other names. It was when because of that you look look at uh, some of our radio figures. Uh, who try to inform us and empower us people like Angela Rye people like Don Lemon people like Roland Martin people like Warren Ballantyne look at them because and even on the radio even on the radio segment you, I look at some of, the, some of their counterparts like at one point Neil Bortz uh, had a nationally syndicated show he was on for hours at a time look at Rush Limbaugh look at uh, Sean Hannity look at some of these other uh, radio show uh, hosting. You look at Warren Ballantyne. Warren Ballantyne, he's a good guy. Love his show, True Fighters. What's up, True Fighter Nation? But look how radio treats him. Angela Rye. You know, we have our very small segments on TV when it comes to social issues. Don Lemon has a great show, in my personal opinion. I love the Don Lemon show, uh, CNN with Don Lemon. I just don't like that time frame. He should be on sooner than 10 p.m. every day. Angela Rye, God bless you, sister. I love you, sister. I would love to uh, have you on the show, and I would just love to sit down with you, pick your brain, and just have a nice, intelligent interview with you. I would love to. Anybody know Angela Rye? Please tell about the Everyday Knowing Podcast, and it would be an honor to just sit down and just have some type of interview with her. She is amazing. If you haven't seen Angela Rye in action, just go look her up on YouTube. Uh, watch her on CNN. She's a political com- commentator for CNN. Look up Roland Martin. Roland Martin's another great uh, brother who's spreading the word, trying to inform us what's going on. Don Lemon, you are amazing. You are amazing. Warren Ballantyne, I love these individuals. I love these individuals because they're not doing what they consider the norm. They're not, you know, they're not part of that 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 foolishness that we see what's going on. But because they're willing to willing to talk about the serious issues that affect our community, they have a tough time. You know, they're not on as easy as some of their white counterparts. You know, their shows, you know, they, I know Warren Brown sometimes, you know, his show goes from one station to another or may leave a, a city, may come back. That shouldn't be. That shouldn't be. Why is it that we can support so much of all this comedic stuff and some of this foolishness that goes on, but we won't, ex- we won't uh, support the uh the Warren Ballantines and the the Roland Martins and yet we get mad when we see these same stereotypes perpetuated in society. We see the we see our sisters acting crazy on social media uh, on 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 these wet re- reality shows and yet they and then you wonder why they label the black woman as angry, bitter, sassy. Look at what we're look at what we're showing them. Look at what we're showing them. And then if you notice, look at these shows. Look, what channels are they on? What networks are they on? Bravo, VH1. You don't see any foolishness like that going on on ABC, NBC, CBS. You don't see that foolishness because they won't condone it. They won't condone it. 
And then when you finally get a drama with a black person, what do we get? We get a woman who is cheating with the president of the United States and she is rooted because she is a black and she is the side chick while the wife gets villainized. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Miss Olivia Pope herself in scandal. We've got to do better people. We've got to do better. Our children are watching our nieces, our nephews, the next generation is watching. We need to demand better from our TV networks, from our kids, from our producers, even the producers, even if you are a black producer producing these shows, I applaud you for getting in a position where you can do what you do, but put out better product. Don't pimp us out because we're easy to watch because we're acting all kind of way. No, if you're in that position like a Shonda Ryan, you owe it to me personally. You owe it to your community to get back. Put out something that we can be proud of. I love the Cosby show for the fact that it showed that black people can be successful in America. You had uh, Cliff Huxtable, who was a well-respected doctor. You had uh, Claire Huxtable, who was a well-respected attorney. Both of them were very good in their fields of study. They weren't living poor. They weren't broke. They weren't hustling on the street. They lived in New York in a very nice house as a married man and woman with four or five kids who had an example of how a black marriage can be. And they had no excuse as to why they could not be successful in their lives and their occupation because they had two parents that were living examples who would help them along the way if they needed it. That's the type of the shows like Hangover with Mr. Cooper, a different world, a different world was one of the best shows that ever came out for me to me because it gave you a glimpse of college life. Some of the things that you have to have to endure on a HBCU or in college in general, those shows are gone now, people. Those shows are gone. There were shows at one point, they were wholesome. They were they were fun to watch. They were uh, family-oriented. Oriented. You didn't have to worry about someone cussing. You didn't have to worry about this and that. And there were limits set. Now, all things are possible. No holes, no holes barred. Everything is being cut loose. It doesn't matter. You know, you got, you know, you want to, you know, you got to, you want to show everything that God blessed you with and everything that you paid for that you surgically had installed so people can look at you. You want to, you want to look like you just Mr. Swab, Mr. Calm, Cool and Collector. That's not what our young people need to be seeing. That's not what our young people need to be seeing. Even in our music. Even I'm even in our music, how can we promote in real life? We get we look at the incidents like with Ray Rice or any other incident involving spousal abuse or battered women, but yet we will sit there and bob our head to music, downgrading our same sisters, calling them all kinds of names, except young lady or woman. We sit here and talk, hear the men, how the hear the, uh, the artists talk about how cool it is, or to make it seem like it's cool to go to jail, to be in court and be defiant. No, that's not cool, people. That's not. We need to do better. We need to ask for more. We need to demand more from these networks, from these shows, and we need to do better ourselves. There was a time when I was coming up, if mom and dad didn't want you watching a particular show, you didn't watch it, and they made sure you didn't watch it, and they made sure they didn't watch it. So if the TV went blank during that time segment or was off, guess what? The TV was off during that segment. But now we're watching everything. We're watching everything just so people can be seen, just so we can follow them. And let me let me ask you let me ask you this, and I'm just gonna put this out there. So I'm going somebody's gonna get upset, but I'm gonna say it anyway. A lot of these people you see, and I can name some of these folks from them, some of these shows from the Real Housewives of 
anywhere the love and hip-hop ran. how many of these people when it comes out to social issues how many of them you see them you see them very 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 vocal you you know you see them up front and center on their show how many are coming out and speaking out against some of the social injustice going on in the world as far as black people are concerned hmm? not many not many you might hear occasional tweeting it. How many are active as far as doing something to uh, change, to affect uh, criminal uh, uh, criminal justice reform, hmm? systemic racism? You don't hear a lot of them speak out. They may tweet about it, and that's when they feel that they've done their part. But how many actually are willing to go? Like, since you have this platform where so many people are watching you, use it for something. I always say, if you're going to say something, make sure you have something to say where people want to listen. Don't just talk just to be talking. If you're going to talk, speak to where somebody's going to listen, and they have, you have something here, and they can be it could be useful for them. I'm just one mouthpiece, y'all. I'm just one mouthpiece sharing my opinion. But I love each and every one of my blood, my brothers and sisters. But we've got to do better as a people. We have to do better as a people. We have to do better as a people. And what we see on TV, we should not be satisfied with. As far as the entertainment goes, I would rather watch Roland Martin, Angela Rye, Warren Ballantyne, Don Lemon. I would rather watch those individuals before I watch any person from a love and hip hop, real housewives or basketball wise or any type of TV resembling that type of criteria. Because I'm trying to find some way to empower, uplift, motivate and inspire my brothers and sisters and empower myself because knowledge is power. But we're so distracted watching the other shows. And we won't pay attention to what's going on, especially when we have you know who in the White House. We need to be more socially aware of what's going on in our world, what's going on in our country. And these shows, to me, in my opinion, are distractions from what's really going on. I, I have so many uh, co-workers and I say, did you see what happened on the news? No, I don't watch the news. But you'll watch anything else but the news. And I tell people, if you don't watch anything else in life on TV during the course of the day, please watch the news. Not just your local news. Watch your national news. Watch as many outlets, the ones you agree with, the ones you don't agree with. So at least that way you know what each side is saying. You take then you take the information and then you do your own research. Now I will say this about Neil Boyce. Neil Boyce says something, and we're about to get out of here. Neil Boyd said something in this show that made a whole lot of sense. It stuck with me ever since. He said, don't believe a single word that I say that you hear on this radio. He said, you go take what I said. You do the research yourself. And then you decide if what I'm saying is accurate or not. Think about it, Pete. We're talking about over 30 years of TV shows, black TV shows. Most of them are half hours. Most of them are comedy. And when we finally get a, a serious, look what they do. They find a way to ax it, saying it wasn't the ratings weren't good enough or uh, they want to reboot it, revamp it. They killed it on purpose just to draw us in, use us to build their network up. And then once they got what they want, we're done. They're done with us. So let's do better, people. Let's do better. Let's demand more. Let's be more. Let's show the next generation that's coming up. There's more to us than jewelry and and fake anatomies and stuff like that there's more to us than that we are a beautiful people we are a beautiful people we can be a beautiful people but we have to teach the others how to do it right monkey they say the same monkey see monkey do and if all the children see is ratchet then that's exactly how they're going to act if they've never seen a real relationship a healthy relationship then they're going to have they're going to struggle trying to find one because they've never seen one
So that's my bit on today. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for tuning in. I did not mean to go this long, but this was just so juicy. Um, I just want to get everything out now. If you disagree with anything I say, I respect that. I respect that completely. Tell me how you felt. Send me a comment. Drop a line. Like, subscribe. Let me know how the show, how the episode uh, made you feel. And if you have any ideas, any other suggestions, comments, please, I want to hear from you. Please, please, please. I need to hear from you, each and every one of you. Without you, there is no Everyday Norm podcast. And I want to thank you. And I want to acknowledge all of my Norm sayers for tuning in, for listening. Thank you for the new uh, viewers. Thank you for the new likes. Thank you for all the support. And we're going to continue to reach as many people as uh, the show, this outlet allows us to. So. Thank you again, and I'm going to leave you with my saying I always leave with. Let's look upward and not downward. Let's go forward and not backward. Always lend, always lend a helping hand in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, my name is Big Norm, and this has been the Everyday Norm Podcast. You all have a wonderful, blessed, and safe day.